because like I don't know, it's 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 a loss. Obviously, we can't relate to it like in the sense of losing what's it's like to lose a, a sibling, but mm. you know, but I'm, I can imagine it's like almost well, yeah, tough. It's tough, isn't it? It's always gonna be tough though. Like just with grief in general, losing people is always tough, and it ex- affects different people mm. in different ways. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, because you, because your loss was quite. I mean, you were quite young. Yeah, I was like, nine. Do you, like, I mean, can I talk, like, do you kind of remember, like, how how you even processed it or? Yeah, I mean, I remember the day. I feel like it was such a long time ago because it's going to be 18 years in July. Okay. So it was a long, t- it feels, well, it sounds like a long time ago, mm. but it's a memory that I, you know, remember very, very well. I was very young. I don't think I really understood the concept of death. I didn't mm. really, really understand I mean, I knew what death was, but I didn't really, really like understand yeah. what it meant. And um, yeah, I just, I remember it being a really bad thing. And I remember thinking that, oh my God, like, is this really happening? Because prior to that, I don't think, well, I'm sure my parents had experienced like death. They, you know, they knew people that had passed, but I hadn't experienced it. It wasn't something that I knew of. And it's something that you hear, but because it's so far from you, yeah. you just never really thought about it. So. Yeah, I remember, th- I remember the day and I remember just, you know, everyone being very frantic and very um, upset. And I was okay because I just felt like my dad, like I'm very, very close with my dad, so I'm a proper daddy's girl, but my dad was like really, really strong on the day because everybody had like come back to our house. Mm. So this was like from the hospital because my sister, when she was, um, she had an accident and um, she was in hospital for about four days. She was, she was on life support. And um, I think my parents knew it was bad and it wasn't gonna be like a positive end, but I was just, cause I hadn't seen her. I saw her the day that she died. So I didn't know how bad it was. I hadn't seen her. Obviously okay. my parents like explained that, you know, she's, you know, on life support, but I didn't really know what, knew what that, I didn't yeah. know what that meant at the time. And I thought, um, I just thought she was gonna get better. I think when you're a child, you're just so naive. Yeah. And like, I've always been brought up in faith. So in my mind, I just thought, I mean, we'll pray and she'll be fine. Yeah, like yeah, God exactly. does miracles all the time. I didn't, I mean, he does, but I didn't realize like the like severity of her accident. Mm. And um, yeah, I mean, I went to see her in the hospital on the fourth day and um, she just looked very, like it just looked really bad. Like she had, like she was strapped up to machines. She had like a neck brace, like because she, when she got hit, she fell and she landed on her head. So she had like internal bleed, like there was a lot of brain damage basically. And I think, you know, if they had kept the life machine on, she would have just been a vegetable. That's what the doctor said. So she had no, well, they said she had no prospects of like living a normal life after that or looking after herself or just doing, you know, the things that you do on a daily. But um, yeah, I mean, she looked very peaceful when I saw her. Obviously she wasn't like here physically. But um, yeah, I remember going home that day and just thinking, you know, you know, she, she can still be okay. And I think it's because I hadn't seen, she didn't have like so many like cuts and bruises. Yeah. I didn't realize like how bad it actually was. Um, so I just thought, no, but she can still be okay. She can still be okay. And I feel, I feel like my parents made us see her on that day because they knew what was going to happen. Like they were going to switch yeah. the life machine off. So um, they did. And then everyone came back to our house and everyone was like crying and screaming and it was just very, very dramatic. And um, I mean, rightly so, but I still didn't really understand like Mm. why everyone was being like so dramatic. And then I remember like seeing my dad in the corner, very, very quiet. And I I feel like, 
I mean, I'm African, I'm Nigerian and men aren't really supposed to yeah. show emotion, yeah, like yeah, grief. Yeah. And I honestly hate it so much that men aren't allowed to be emotional. Men aren't allowed to mourn out loud. Men have to be like the strong ones. Even with like parents and stuff, they're supposed to be strong. They're not supposed to cry. And I just think, how can you tell a parent that's lost their child they're not supposed to cry? It's so, it's just such a weird, like I, I don't champion that behavior at all. Mm. Like I feel like as a culture, as a community, we need to move away from that and allow people to grief the way they want to grieve. Yeah. Question I had is, do you think that's a problem now? Yeah, it is. It is. My uncle, um, I think it was around last year, he lost his wife. So sad. He lost his wife to cancer and he's got two young kids. So we'd gone to the house after we found out what had happened because she had cancer for a while. She got better and then all of a sudden it came back and she got bad. She deteriorated really quickly. So we'd gone to the house and I remember when my dad called, he was crying. Like my dad's very, very emotional. Like... Mm. My dad is not someone that I've seen like hide his emotions over the years. I feel like I've seen my dad cry more than I've seen my mum cry. Really? My dad is very, very like in touch with his his emotions. That, that's that's quite um It's not, not common. Yeah, because he, he at he, all. Because I, like, I feel like the women in, in like because I don't know like my I never really saw my dad like really. Nah, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I didn't get the emotions. I, I got more so from my mum's side, and even even still when we went for his. Well, their funerals in Nigeria. I think my my mum, I was a, a bit more like at ease, whereas my dad, I was just. I just remember one uncle telling me, "Look, like, you know, like us guys, we don't we don't cry. Like, just just like just be just be cool." I don't. And like I, I and I and <laughs> I, I think like and I think because because I was doing that, like well, I can't. I, I broke like I broke down. But like, that's what's gonna happen because you're not allowed to express yourself, and I just. It's a. It's I a. Really but I don't, don't know, like it. I don't know. I, I think it's a. Co I won't say it's like it's right. It's a, it's a culture thing because like, <coughs> I, I don't want to say it's a Nigerian thing, but I just feel like it definitely is a Nigerian thing. But I think a lot of African cultures are like that as well. I think Ghanaian as well. But they, you're, I mean, your your family were they quite emotional? Well, I think my dad was not as emotional. Like I've never seen him cry, or probably my mom sometimes. Wow. But yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the environment that I grew up in. So what I saw is what I kind of just yeah. Took. I feel like it will change with our generation though, I hope because so. there's there's a lot more. Um, so I don't I don't want to throw you off your point, but no. I just, just say this last bit. I think there's a lot more. Um, what's bad? Yeah, I know this sounds bad, but I feel like sometimes, especially with men, it, it takes something like either something really bad to happen or a breakdown for you th people to realize. Actually, you know what? You're not even. But I just feel like as as men, maybe we just think certain things. Like I know I do it, which is not good art. You know what? It is what it is. Just kind of brush that, or just like even with grief. At times, I'd be like, Nah, listen, this is you're not really supposed to. You're supposed to be over it, over it by now to a certain extent. Like mm -hmm. so, but sometimes it's like you just get. It's it's tough, man. Like it's it's, it's hard. Sometimes like. you probably won't even have the answers to talk about you know, your grief because it's something that you just don't understand or why it happens. So, you know. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like- Difficult. As guy, I mean, I know I have, a, I mean, I have a lot of friends now that I can speak to, you know, about certain things. Um, but before it's like, it's like, nah, maybe we just kind of leave that one and like, just don't speak. We just kind of just get, get on with things. Whereas mm -hmm. like, I f well, not all, I, I feel like mostly, I feel like generally, Women are generally more, like it's not 
I won't say easy, but it's kind of easier to kind of just have, because I don't know, you already have those friendships where you can speak to people. Mm. I'm not saying men don't, but we just, yeah, it's just like conditioning. We just, mm. you have to just sort of like, not do, yeah, just kind of get on with things, push it to one side. Yeah. And like, but, I mean, I'm mean, interested to say about your dad because usually, like, I feel like most like African men from my parents' generation, they were just stoic. They're not trying to. Yeah. They're not trying to, you know, you know, they're trying to just look after the family, and that's that. Everything else is more or less. Oh, we just leave it, leave it to one side. Let's mm-hmm. kind of get on with it, or you know, we don't, we don't cry. Like you know, because like I said I've, I've always, yeah, I've never seen my dad cry. Probably seen my mum cry once, but. Yeah, it's just it's just how it. I don't I don't want to say just how it is because it sounds very dismissive, but it's just it's just I feel no, like it, it will change, but yeah, it's just how it is, and and yeah. but I feel it's opening up to the right people as well, and I think that's always usually like I don't say a man thing, but I feel like that's another big thing where like it's not just about opening up, but we want to make sure like you know if we're opening up to someone, it's not gonna be I don't know like used against us or someone's gonna you know make us feel bad for you know, said thing, and, and it happens a lot, mm. you know, like, I feel like as men, we don't talk about certain things, whether it's, even with, whether it's to do with health or just how it feels, because it's, it's kind of like a, not a taboo, but we just, maybe we don't know how to, you know, yeah. you know or, or the right people, whereas like, I mean, do you feel like you're very like, vulnerable amongst friends, or has that been easier for you because you've seen your dad being, uh, um, being quite vulnerable? Do you mean in terms of me being vulnerable? Yeah, yeah, because you said you're like a daddy's girl. So, yeah, so, I'm, I'm, a proper <laughs> so I feel like because you, you, well, I don't know if there's a correlation, but because your your dad's has been, or you're known to show emotions, mm. so it's easier for you. I mean, I don't want to assume, but it's, would you feel like it's easier for you to show emotions because yeah. you, you've seen your... Yeah, your, I'm, I'm quite, a, I'm naturally like quite a sensitive person. So I'm yeah. very, very in touch with my emotions. I feel like my mum is the one that tells me you need to get it together. Really? <laughs> like, I'm such a crybaby. I cry over almost anything like I can watch a film I'll be crying go to weddings cry I cry a lot like I'm I mean those are, those are fine yeah because that's, no, no, that's no, tears no, of joy I'm man yeah, you know yeah. I mean? well, sometimes but I could be watching a film like I had to stop watching Grey's Anatomy because every oh, episode what, what season are you on I'm on season I want to say 12 or 13 oh, oh, I had to stop though because literally every other episode I mean I'm wailing in tears and it's just not it's just not good no you one know what? Crying I, was, I was getting annoyed you know because I'm not gonna lie, yeah, because there were some moments where I thought, why, why did you have to like, why, why did you have to kill them off? Everybody, I, I, I know you're not because I'm, I'm on, I'm on 18. Oh, okay, yeah, 18. we're not the same. But um, <laughs> who was it? Um, no, when, you know, when George, when George died. When George died, that was, oh, the that start was sad, of man. Heartbreak. When Lexi died, and um. Oh, I like, I like Lexi and what? When Lexi died, and what's this guy's name? The one that was. Um, Mark. Mark. I couldn't. I, I actually. Couldn't. I, I feel like that. That was even. They like. I don't know what happened, but I feel like obviously Lex. The way Lex. That was bad. So bad. But I feel like how they ended it with Mark was that. Oh, you didn't even know he died, until, because they make because he was he was okay. He yeah. came back to the hospital. He was getting treatment, and then he just died out of nowhere. And I just thought I didn't mentally prepare for that. Yeah, that, that was, was sad, man. Too much. Like I feel like uh, Meredith. She's been through so much so grief. Much. Yeah, like that's so much. Like. That show that is so good, but at the same time, nah, listen, you, you need to watch that. With, it's not, it's not for the faint hearted man. Because I'll show that to you You've a few times. Ready like, and for your emotions to just go on. You, a even this is us, but I stopped this is us because that was, yeah. that was getting too much. Man. I stopped it as well, but apparently it's getting really good. So I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna see if I can pick it up this weekend because I loved it so much. And then, yeah, that made me cry quite. A well, bit. What season did you um fin- did you stop at? 
I'm at, so the season that's now, yeah. I haven't watched that season. But I'm, okay. I think there's only, there's one new season that I haven't watched. How many seasons yet. are there? It's, been going on for, it's gone on for quite a while. Um, I think there's six, I believe, maybe five or six, maybe seven. I, I think it's six. Why so many episodes? Like, I know, but it's, it's No, I stopped where the, the dad came out, the, came out the, the house when he, because I think he tried to get the cat for the door. You're still in the beginning. Is that is that the first season? That's still, mm, I want to say, still early seasons. Yeah, you still got a lot to go. Oh yes, you still got yeah. That bit was was, was so much no, has happened. I was annoyed because I, I feel like, oh, I don't know, man. You'd have to go back for the cat, man. Yeah, he didn't. Because like, that's what gave him the poisoning, didn't it? And I, I don't. I'm not saying I blame the door, but I was I was a bit annoyed with her yeah, for I'm a little, little while. I'm not, her a bit I'm not gonna lie. I know that there sounds. That's, no need. Yeah, yes, you know, and and I thought she. she no, yeah, did I stop at that? I can't remember. But I feel like it's so crazy because all their grief is different. Yeah. And like, you can kind of see who's affecting it the most. I'm, and I think sometimes it, it does, maybe it does depend on how maybe close you were with the mm. person. So that I feel like, that's one kind of feel that I feel like with grief is like, um, I don't think, I don't know if it's proven somewhere or if it's that stats or whatever, but I feel like the closer you are to the person, the deep, I feel like the, Absolutely. the harder it is. And like, because even with me, like, um, like I feel like my mum's death more that that hits me more mm. than my dad. Not say I don't care about my dad. That no, I, I do, but that is my mum. That's that one was just I don't know, man. It was just yeah, that one just cut deeper now. So that's I think that one always. So sometimes people, I think for a while people was like, oh, I didn't know you lost both parents because I, I was was always talking about my mum. Your mum, yeah. So I feel like that. I mean, but of course, I mean. It's not a, it's not a good way to go by by not getting close to people. But mm. I feel like I always think about that. The closer I am to people, or or even close friends or more family, and it's like it's that anxiety of like I don't lose any more people, but it's not it's not in my control. That is so sad. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's that sounds mad to say, no, but no, it's not. But you know I mean, I hear it. It's so sad. So it's so sad. But then it's like how how do you how do how do you kind of live like a a health maintain a healthy mentality of of not. Of still living your life, knowing that, yes, grief is, it probably hasn't stopped. I was like, even after my dad, dad passed, I was like, listen, God, it's been a horrible year, I lose my dad, but please let that be the last mm. grief. And then it's like, I remember, I remember on the day I found out the news, I remember just like, you know, I thought, okay, yeah, she's in the hospital, cool, it's gonna be fine. And like, I don't know, I, I already, like, someone was, I think my, my aunt was telling me that like, Nigerian hospitals are not always great. No, they're not. You know, and it's just, yeah, so even even with that, I think for a while, I was like, oh, gosh, okay, like, they gave her the wrong blood. And I think things went down from there. And even, But even still, I still had hope. I was like, oh, you know, okay, I think I think she'll, I think she'll come around, did you know. Did your parents live in Nigeria? Uh, my dad did, but my, my mum, she was just out there on, on, okay. on holiday. So I remember just praying, like, I was like, God, please, you know what? I know it's cheeky praying because I don't. I I didn't at the time. I wasn't praying every day. But if you just this one this one thing, yeah. then it'll be all good. And I was thinking, hang on, like, but I don't know. That's just not how, again. That's another thing. That's not how it works. And I could say like, oh, you know, God's teaching me something. Probably maybe maybe I'll find that now. Or later. Who knows? In it, but I'm just like that's that was just kind of crazy to like. I didn't expect it to be so soon. I know, I know like as we get older, you know, uh, I don't want to say that God. For, God will be our parents where your parents will live. Amen. Amen. You know what I mean? But, alone. but 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 it's just something I, I didn't think it would be now. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Maybe maybe like yeah, as I get older, maybe forties, fifties, really yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Not so now. So I think that that was a hard um thing. But I think 
again, not to say that there's been positive from him, but I feel that a, a silver lining was obviously me and Ben and just trying to just have a space because mm. I just felt like there wasn't a lot, of, I didn't see a lot of people around me who had been going through this. And, yeah. you know, and even even just like, I, I don't want to say like black grief, but yeah, I just didn't, I just didn't see it. So we just thought, you know, initially it was just a podcast for us to just talk about anything with regards to our grief. But then yeah. after a while, shortly, we just wanted to start speaking to more people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so yeah, so so it's it's um it's been good like but obviously it's bittersweet because at the end of the day you know mm. so i would like my parents back but you know what i mean but it's, yeah. it's a question i had for both of you is um you know when you go through grief did it make you think why why do bad things happen to good people mm. or, or was it more of the start or you know or why me you know i think it was why me for, definitely for me what I mean and sometimes you realise like you can say oh I can say I'm a good person that's all subjective isn't it I can be yeah. Like, oh, yeah you know I've you know I don't I, don't, I help I open the door for people I help all the cross the road or do this and, and but it doesn't guarantee it's that it's not really gonna mean anything do you know what I mean so I, it's like a self pity of like oh okay like but like why me like why why both parents in a mm. you know like surely like god like it's, it's something up are you trying to is this some sort of punishment but then again that's just I guess it's normal to obviously like as a Christian I'm not saying I think it's normal to question things I'm not saying that yeah. you know I, I didn't I wouldn't say like I lost faith but I was just like oh, like well, why is this happening like what's what's going on do you know what I mean and, and at that time like you know mid like I was 25 so I'm, I'm like I don't know is this supposed to happen like this is not part of the plan like, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say just as you grow up you just think okay you know what you know uni school sorry uni job that that in that order, right. but you, you don't really yeah you don't really think okay, bang grief, have to deal with that mental health and then, yeah I don't know so yeah I'll definitely say it was for me it was why why, why me like, I don't know how what was it like for um for you I think for me it was more so um why do bad things happen to good people because my sister was, like, <laughs> I say she was like the perfect child yeah. she did so much around the house. Like she was literally like the second mum in the house. There's 10 years between us, so we weren't very close. Um, and that's why when you were saying before that, you know, the closer you are, it affects you more. Um, I can definitely attest to that because I feel like my sister's grief affected my older brother. They were extremely close. Oh, okay. And my dad. And I feel like the reason why it affected my dad quite a bit was because obviously that's his first child, his yeah. daughter, but also because the relationship was a bit strained. So just, mm. you know, when you get to a certain age, you know, you might've been a daddy's girl before and then things start to change. And yeah. I mean, I've definitely gone through that period with my dad, like growing up, I was literally with best friends and then I was getting older and then we started having our little, yeah, yeah. I mean, our little tiffs. And then obviously you've worked through that, thank God. And we're in a much better space now, but I just think it's just age with different genders. Naturally, yeah, I start yeah. getting closer to my mum because she just she's a woman, she gets it, mm. and then my dad just doesn't get it anymore. So I feel like for them to ex- affected them the most. But um, yeah, my sister was, you know, in the church. She was in the choir, always in church. Just really, really, she had her head down, focusing on uni because she was in uni at the time, studying accounting. She had a part time job. Like I don't, I don't know what else she could have been doing. Do you know what I mean? She yeah. was literally living the way anyone any parent would want their daughter to live and i just think why would something like that happen to her of all people someone that was in the church she had a relationship with christ and this was even before i even knew what the meaning of having a relationship with christ Mm. was because obviously you go to church every sunday with your parents but 
it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, something like, that was like that's just, that's, that's just because it's like your parents told you, yeah, we're going to church. We're going to church. Are you, do you have a relationship? Pro- do you know what, you what I mean? mean? You're, you're young, innit? Do you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, she, she really, I mean, she did what she needed to do. So I just didn't understand why that would happen to her. And I feel like her death only kind of started, you know, I started to accept it a bit later because I just thought, oh, so this means I'm never going to see her again. Mm. Oh, she's just, we're just never going to hear from her again because I didn't really understand that whole, we're just never going to, obviously I knew at the time that something bad was happening, but I didn't realise that it was kind of like final, like this is actually it. I'm never going to see her again. We're never going to hear from her again. She's just gone. So I feel like when I accepted that, then it became quite difficult when I thought, oh, this, so this is yeah. really what death is like. It's yeah. just like the worst thing ever. Mm. And, you know, I'm very grateful that after my sister died, I didn't really experience loss so much yeah. up until I'd say my um, adult years. I feel like in the last, I want to say four or five years, quite a few people have died. And I think because I've gone through my sister passing, I don't know, I feel like with every death, everything's different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I might have reacted more to deaths that happened recently than when my sister died. But I think that's just because of age. Mm. The older you get, the more mature you are, you really understand what death is. Yeah. So if I'm like dramatic throwing myself and I didn't do that for my sister was because back then I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, obviously I was sad and I could see like everybody around me was sad because I saw my dad was okay. So the day that we found out my dad was like in the corner and he, he didn't say anything. He wasn't crying. He was very like composed. So when I saw my dad, I thought, okay, everyone's crying, but my dad's okay. So we're going to be fine. Cause like my dad's like the head of the house. Um, so I've just gone to him. I said, daddy, are you okay? Like I was fine. I was like, daddy, are you okay? Then he was just like, yeah, I'm okay. And I was like, okay, we're going to be okay. God's, God's in control. We're Wait, 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 when you, this is when you was when you was nine. When I was nine, like, you're, you're, I was like, very mature. That's why I quite cleaned up for <laughs> And I feel like I was that's very a smart mature. Nine year old. No, no, no. But literally, I'm not even like this. Is I remember the conversation so so clearly because I just felt like I was very mature. But I think it's because I was really close to my dad. Yeah. So my dad, you know, some sometimes you know parents don't they're not so honest with their kids because yeah. you want to like yeah yeah kids. yeah yeah. I don't really think I got that. I really? can't lie. Like my dad used to give me the real like. But like, it's, it's a balance though because balance, that, that can yeah. backfire and it, it exactly can, it can and I just feel like sometimes wonders. you didn't have to tell me so much because I'm naturally someone that worries a lot yeah. so I feel like maybe my dad could have done a bit more to let me say protect my innocence but I knew quite a, like what was going on in the house I knew if my parents were in a disagreement I would know and those are the kind of things you hide from kids but that was never hidden from me like my dad would be, always be very honest to me like I was like we had like sessions where we just talk about life. So That's in that good moment, though, man. He's old. I know, no, literally, even before nine, like I was very close to my dad. So we'd always like talk about stuff and he would always say, you know, don't worry, as you get older, you understand these things more. As you get older, I'll tell you more. And I'm just thinking, tell me now, like <laughs> I understand yeah. I'm ready. But yeah, so that day I was just like, daddy, are you okay? Like, are you fine? And he said, yeah, I'm fine. I said, okay, good. Just stay strong. We're going to be okay. Like everything's going to be fine. God's in control. And I remember, I think I left the room where I must've like tapped his shoulders and I left and I came back. And I could just see my dad crying. Yeah. Like, I feel like he held it together because I was there. Then he just literally broke down. This is while everyone was there. So then I've ran to him and I was just like, like, what's wrong, dad? You literally just said everything's gonna be okay. And then I broke down, literally. Seeing my dad break down is what made me mm. literally cry. Cause I thought, if my dad is crying, we literally have like, how are we gonna get through this? Because if my dad is okay, then we're all okay. Cause mm. like my dad is, you know, my dad, but if my dad is crying, then this is really bad. I don't know how we're gonna 
like move forward. But um, yeah, he was really, really upset. And I know it really, really affected my dad um, so much. Like just, yeah, so much. But um, I mean, he's- Your memory is sharp. Like, I'm saying, I'm thankful how you so remember sharp. all these stuff from, so, from now. I, rem- I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I remember. I rem- I but I feel like when things happen, because I mean, I did psychology at A-level, but I do know that when things happen, like traumatic things happen, mm you remember them. I remember things from when I was two. So I burnt my arm two. when I was two in Nigeria. I burnt my arm, I spilt hot oil on my arm. I remember that day clearly. And that's because that was trauma. Literally my okay. hand was frying, but you tend to rem- remember trauma. doesn't matter how old you are or how young you were. There's certain memories you just can't shake because mm-hmm. they were so traumatizing. Like you just can't, you can't forget it. So that day I remember very clearly that it was an evening time. And it was just such a, yeah, seeing my dad break down really is what, you know, just made me think oh this is yeah this is not good this is just not gonna be a good day and I remember at the funeral my parents didn't come because you know parents yeah oh is that is that um it's sorry I don't want to throw you off just quickly because I I, I always think that was um because I'm I'm um Benin so like so with my mum's funeral my dad's funeral so the other brothers didn't come um my mum's funeral so my grandparents didn't come and my older my uncle who's like the, the eldest out of all the, the siblings he he couldn't come yeah. so I, I don't know I didn't know that was a, a yeah um, so for well yeah in Nigerian culture and I feel like maybe in other cultures too I'm not too sure but in Nigerian culture generally your children you're not supposed to know where they're buried because the idea is that you're supposed to die before yeah, your children yeah. so you're, you're never supposed to know their grave because you should never you shouldn't be alive when they die so that's why my parents couldn't go because they're not supposed to know where my sister is buried um i feel like probably same with like older siblings you know you, you just expect things to go naturally in terms of like age you know the oldest yeah, will pass yeah, first, yeah, exactly, not the youngest. Yeah, so exactly. an older sibling burying their younger sibling is a bit you know it's mm. not really meant to happen but i mean my Oh, well, she was the eldest, to be fair. I guess even if it was, you know, she wasn't the eldest, we'd probably all still be, be there because that yeah. was our sister. But yeah, um, they weren't there on the on the day of the funeral. Obviously, some aunties and uncles were there. My dad wrote like, like he gave like a, he wrote like a speech and someone mm. read it out on his behalf. Like different, all of us kind of said something. Um, I remember my auntie telling me beforehand, you you guys shouldn't go there and be crying. Don't be crying when you get there. Really? Like you need to, don't make sure you don't go there and start crying. And I just thought, okay, cool. I'm gonna, you know, try my very best to be strong. That day it rained so much. Like it was pouring. I remember the day, I remember even what I was wearing. I was wearing some little, little chicken heels. Like, <laughs> it was just ridiculous. The mud got all in my shoes. It was raining so much. And I just remember in the actual like chapel, Obviously I said my little, I can't even remember what I said, but I said something and then like different people read out different things. And I remember feeling very emotional when I was sat down and then my dad, whoever, I can't remember who read out what my dad said, but they read it out and um, most of it was in English and at the bottom part was in um, Yoruba. And I think the last thing he said was like, you know, like who did I offend to like, Mm -hmm. why did this happen to me? Who did I offend? And I remember just at that moment, everybody started crying, like wailing, like, it was my dad's speech that literally set everybody off in that chapel. It was just loud and weighed. It was just so much, so, so much. It was re- it was pouring with rain that day, I'll never forget. And it was just such an emotional day. And then we went back home and you know, everyone was, everybody was at my house, like the whole church. And I go to a very big church. The whole church was there. There was like a line from my door because people were like coming to pay their respects. Yeah. Um, Because my parents were at home because they weren't going to 
come out. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's emotional, man. Like even even what Heron like someone said, oh, who did our friend? Yeah, like it's it's sad because it's like there's nothing you can do. Like I remember one time, um, you know, my grandma, she was like, oh, like what, like it was so sad. She was like, oh, what did I like? Like what, like where did what did I, what did we do wrong sort of thing? And mm. I don't know, like not not to um, go into deep, but like uh, my grandma kind of felt bad. She was like, oh, like you know, I don't understand. like I felt bad because I've I've like six children, only one like had sickle cell, and she was just like, mm. she just felt so like she she kept thinking, oh, it's a my fault. I was like, no, it's not. Listen, don't listen, don't do that. It's not it's not your fault at all. But it's just that that kind of hearing that I know there's nothing you can do but it's, it's yeah. sad man like you know because again like what, what you said like it's like they, they feel like they're not supposed to bury yeah. their children you know it's not supposed to happen like that so it's just but even I, mean, I get that tradition but even I don't know if I mean do you feel like you will continue that tradition though of what well, god forbid no one oh, passes please. away let's not even answer god, that god, yeah god forbid no one passes no, away you know god yeah forbid. no you know. I'm not I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to yeah, yeah, yeah. think about yeah, that by yeah. the grace of God yeah, my children amen. outlive me that's amen, what I'm amen. Let me, that's sorry I didn't even, I didn't even no 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 I get it I get it because it's just tradition you just think what what kind of traditions will we continue what kind of things will we drop I feel like one thing I'm definitely going to drop is this whole men can't cry men yeah. can't you know be emotional I feel like because I've seen my dad like I've grown <laughs> up with I'm, I mean I've got two brothers they're not very emotional they're not I think the, the last time I saw my older brother cry is when someone has died. Like yeah. I don't, and he doesn't, he he broke down when my sister died because yeah. that was his closest sibling, his best friend. So I think that's the the worst I've ever seen my older brother. Other than that, my older brother doesn't cry. My little brother barely cries. Like, but do you try to challenge, cry. like not challenge them, but just kind of say, oh, you know, just like, not, are, not, not, are you, not are, you, are you okay? Like what's, what's going on with you? Everything cool? Or, like, yeah, you, you, I think it's, I think it's so important. I feel like women need to, and this is not me bashing women because listen, I'm awful. I, do you know what I mean, I'm a listen. Listen, any, anything, anything. Listen, well, let me just clap in case we need to edit anything out. Because anything you want to say, don't if you don't want it to be. Oh no, 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 no. It's not. I just don't want to say it in a way that sounds like I'm bashing women. I feel like as women, we should encourage men, or maybe do more, so men feel comfortable to talk all feel comfortable to show their emotions. I feel like sometimes men feel like they have to be like this very, very strong guy. And naturally, yes, because someone has to be the strong person. And as yeah. women, we're more inclined to not be that person. Yeah. So generally the onus is on men to, you know, be the strong person, be the like the emotional support. When things go wrong, even if the woman's breaking down, the man should keep it together. And yes, ideally, yes, that would be nice. But I feel like it's very important for men to have like an outlet, even if it's not with your woman, even though it's, you should be able to show your emotions with your woman. But if it's with your friends, just have someone that you can be completely vulnerable around. I feel like because of the relationship I have with my dad and I've seen him, you know, I've seen my dad break down. I've seen my dad, you know, we've had like very emotional conversations. I've seen my dad cry. It's put me in a position where a man crying to me is not a big deal. I'm not gonna, I don't, I feel like, even with like friends and like the men in my life, I feel like they, they're they very comfortable with being vulnerable with me because I don't know if I have that, I have that, you know, like, you know, that aura that you can mm. be, but because I've seen it, it's not gonna phase me. If one of my friends called me crying and it's happened, like my male friends will call me and cry or I've seen them cry mm. because it's not, I'm not, I'm not gonna look at you any different. I'm not gonna treat you like less of a man. Like I encourage that behavior because you need to have 
an outlet, you need to be able to release. Mm. So you can be strong. It's not, you can't be strong all your life. You're gonna have times where life is a lot, especially for a man, it's a lot. There's so much you have to deal with. You need to be able to be free to cry if you need to cry or, you know, just, and just not be judged. Yeah, yeah. But oh no, sorry, go on. I, think, I think the early problem with that is um, some men, um, they want to be vulnerable, but they want to be vulnerable with someone that they can trust. Yeah. Because obviously um, they can't just say to anyone that might not have that maturity yeah. to understand. And I think if you think, correct me if I'm right or wrong, do you think men in barbershops, when they go to a barbershop, do you think that's the time when Therapy. they're vulnerable <laughs> with certain things? Because yeah, it's, it's when it comes to barbers, I think, a lot can slip out, mm. you know, when people yeah about private, you know. No, I I think I think so definitely, but I, I think I don't know. I, I do I do agree with like you mentioned over but I think it it depends on about what though, because I feel like I get it from the point of view. Yeah, we should, but I feel like as men, it's not everything we feel comfortable talking about. I yeah. think that's that's like where money. Made, yeah, money money being one of them, and I mm. feel like I, I won't say like. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I just feel like with those things, like I'm not. I just feel like I I want to have a certain certain. How can I pull it? Um, I don't want to say narrative, but like I don't know. Okay, maybe maybe I don't have to explain. But for for example, like if I'm open up about money, to I don't know whether whether it's a partner or whoever, I'm thinking that you know what? Maybe I don't know because yeah yeah I'm saying this now and I'm being vulnerable now, but what about tomorrow? She's that, gonna use it against it, that's, and, and that's always the thing, isn't it? And, yeah. and, and I feel like men and money, listen, yeah. we, we, our ego, we, we don't... The ego. The ego. Can I just say something about that, though? Because, so I have a friend that she was seeing this guy. Yeah. She didn't really like him. I knew that. She knew that. Yeah. She didn't really oh, yeah, like he had, him. He had money or something. Huh? He had, he had money. No, no, no. She didn't really like him. And I think he was, like, she was in uni at the time and he was coming to visit her at uni. Yeah. And um, he had said that, um, you know, our oh, babes, I, I just don't have that much. Like, I can't you know, come and do like yeah. a shop or I can't really contribute. <laughs> yeah. like, I still want to see you this weekend, but I can't, you know, like, don't expect me to come with like juice or anything because I just don't have it. And she called me and she was like, damn you, like, that's just so just like, oh, like yuck. Like that's giving me- But she didn't like, like it. Is there any, any what, what, wait for that one excuse. That's what I'm saying, no, that one excuse. She was just like, I can't be like, isn't he a man? Like go, like, couldn't he just speak to one of his friends about like, why are you coming to me with that? And I said, I promise you it's because you don't like him. Because later she got into a relationship where she was in love. And I said, if so-and-so said that, I'm not gonna lie, babes, I'm a bit down, what are you gonna do? She said, I'm going to transfer him my whole, I'm going to send him all the money I have. And it's not about, it's not about, you know, you can't be vulnerable with this woman or this woman's gonna judge you. It's the, per it's the person you're being vulnerable to. She just doesn't like you. It just is yeah. what it is. When a woman loves a man, there's very little that he, he, he can't say to her. He can say anything to her. And she'll be like, do you know what, it's fine. We'll figure it out together. Or, you know, you're a bit down. Okay, where can I, when I, where can I help you? Even though I don't, I don't, you know, advocate for women borrowing money to men. When a woman loves a man, there's very little she wouldn't do. So it's not, it's not about, um, you're thinking about, is this woman gonna judge me? Is, this, is, is she gonna start looking at me funny? It's the person you're looking at. If she does those I things, that's not someone that, Loves you because when a woman's in love, everything just goes. Yeah, out to the be, to, yeah. To be, I all mean, all the rules are off the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but to be fair, yeah, I think that's that's interesting because I feel like 
all those things are, are not being said online. Online, we always get that same narrative online. Absolutely, no one's been honest. No one's, and so like, no one's but somewhere, online. somewhere along that, someone has to be like, because are you telling me every single person online who's coming with that same narrative? Listen, it's because no, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you if you like someone, I, I guess as men, we we don't. It's not so much of. I mean, yeah, if we like someone, we'll do A, B, C, and stuff. Mm. You know, but there's always a narrative of, of like, oh yeah, men, you know. It's, you should spend us on that, but and ah, oh, women not spend a man. But if the if the girl, trust me, if she like if she likes him, she she spend, spent the money. Women spend so much spend money, money on men that they love, and this is the thing. When men talk about women being selfish, I'm just thinking which women, which women are being selfish. The women that don't like you, absolutely. But a woman that loves you or really really likes you or feels invested, she's going to spend money, if she's not selfish naturally. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That I just. When I see online, I just think, okay, you guys are dating women that don't like you clearly because the women I know. Yeah, and and, 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 I mean? and I think there's like I know I guess because even um, obviously we didn't we didn't necessarily have it. We had it more from a point of view of like mental health and stuff. Even like with the whole money thing, I feel like um, like it's always a tricky one when it comes when it comes to money and mm. and like because na- I think like naturally we don't like talking about it naturally mm. I don't for whatever reason everyone and that's fine everyone has their reservations but as men I feel like and I could be, again whoever this not watching I could be wrong but I feel like as men we don't have a problem talking about with, amongst our, our guys yeah if I you can call be a guy listen I'm going through this and, but even like even with female friends I, I don't think I'm ever you're not going to talk about it even with my ex-partner no I, I don't I don't think I've ever I've ever spoken, and again, that's, that can that just be a thing of like, as a maybe not male pride, but just now, nah, you know, what, I, I don't even want, I don't even want a, a situation where like I have to ask you. I'm not, you know, I, I asked was already once, once, yeah. like, one, and I and I made sure never again. Yeah, I feel like even as as a woman. It, even even that one time is pissing me off. Even that one, time, <laughs> I'm like, but You're just but, yeah, but but, but just 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 once, or just once, yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like even as a woman, I don't, It's money's not something I speak about. I only started speaking about money last year. Yeah. And that's with my close friends. So prior to that, I didn't even speak about money with them. I just didn't. I feel like for me, it came from a place of, I don't want people pocket watch. Like, yes, yes. When I'm, if I'm buying something, yeah, don't yeah. worry like, about like, how oh, much like, it costs. Um, don't yeah. worry about how much I'm making. Oh, don't worry about, about you, how the, the percentage of my yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just don't watch that's, what that's I'm the doing. Thing. That's, so that's, that's why I just thing. never spoke about money before. And I feel like, that, that's such a bad. It's such a bad. No, but that, that's a valid excuse. That's a valid reason. It's though. valid, but it's yes. it did more harm than it did good for me. I just felt really? like that's private. That's no one's business. I don't need to talk about that. And when I said I didn't speak about it with anybody, I didn't speak about it with any. I think the only person I spoke about it with is my mum and maybe my brothers. I don't even always like to tell my mum because I, she'll well, just be thinking. I used oh, yeah, to have pace money. Do you I, know what I mean, <laughs> I just don't really. Do you know what I mean? I never really spoke about money with anybody up until last year that I actually started having open conversations about money with my friends. And I just thought, I need to start asking for more at work. And these are the kind of, com- like, okay. obviously, okay, that, yeah, that, yeah, okay, that you're going to ask, yeah, yeah. you're going to um, speak about money with, because it is a sensitive topic and mm. it's something, you don't want to share your business with everyone. Yeah. But with a few friends that I trust, I can literally have open conversations. And it was so funny, yeah. I can't lie. That, that's, thought, that's a good point. I need to be asking for more at work. I need to be asking for this benefit. I need to be asking for that yeah. benefit. And I remember one time I had this conversation with my friend and she was just like, Dammy, you know, if you ask for a 20K increase in salary, it's only a thousand pounds more a month. And I thought, oh my goodness, I did a, all the maths. You're asking for a 10K increase, it's only 500 pound more a month. You're asking for a 20K increase. It sounds like a lot, but it's only a thousand pound more a month. And I just thought if I hadn't had this conversation with my friend 
honestly, I wouldn't know these things. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, do you know what I mean? The way I think about money is just so like me, myself and I know. Speak yeah, about yeah. it with people. Speak about it with your friends that are, you know, in better paid jobs, like take tips from them. It's so, so important. So for me, I can speak about money with a few of my friends, yeah. but with men, it's not something I've ever done. <laughs> Just, but, but, yeah, I don't but, do it. No, but even even what you said is, is quite um, interesting to me because I feel like with money, especially like even, again, yeah, I don't, I don't like speaking about it. Even like, um, so mentioned about the job thing, I think that that's good because if you're in a certain field and you know like, you say, okay, I'm, I'm, I start this job, I'm earning so-and-so. And another person, one of your friends says, yeah, I'm in the same field as well, but I'm earning, are you thinking, hang on a minute, like, how? Yeah. yeah. So I think in that case, it's good to kind of sort, so you can know, okay, listen, you're here, but easily, trust me, if you follow the, the I don't know, the, the sort of the blueprint or, or whatever it may be, you can be there too. So I think that's where it's it's beneficial to have the confidence because like, yeah. especially like, even with me, because even when I, because um, I, I, well, I'm, I started a new job in, in March mm. and like, I, was, I remember telling most of my friends who are in project management as well, like, oh yeah, this, this new job is like, okay, so now I can kind of see that's where it's, it's important to have those conversations, isn't yeah. it? Do you know what I mean? But I feel like for the most part, same thing as well. I don't want people to think, oh, oh never heard it again. But I thought, I mean, all that, you don't want all that no, kind of stuff because- all. Yeah, uh, it's just long. Because people do it, oh yeah, you, if you like, especially if you online, if you, if you, and everyone's entitled to have a, a certain, uh, I would say, persona online, whether that's you showing your holidays from, you putting your highlight rules from every year you're traveling and people mm. think, oh, right, this person must no, be. No, you have it like that. But, but behind closed doors, you don't, you don't know how, how you're managing, you how you're budgeting, but yeah. that's the thing. People always think, because they know, oh, wow, you're, you're but how can they afford that? But you, you said you were on this. Some, yeah. Some, some, some people pretend though. Yeah, yeah obviously people yeah. aren't always living a, real lifestyle online. Mm. That's why you just got to take everything with a pinch of salt and just focus on yourself. Like, just can't be watching what other people are doing. Don't rack your brain trying to figure out how's this person affording this and why can't, I? just focus on yourself, like focus on your own lane. Like one thing my parents have always told me like growing up is live within your means. And that is so important. Like, I'm not gonna break the bank trying to keep up with the Joneses. I know what I can, I can do what Sometimes I it's hard though, isn't it? It's hard though. It's hard, but what else am I going to do? You're seeing, seeing everyone living up in Yeah, in but Dubai what am I going or... to do? Like, it's hard, <laughs> yeah. but what, what, I'm not going to put myself in debt because I'm trying to keep up. I have, I've got nothing to prove. I've got nothing to prove to anyone. So I yeah. don't know. I feel like that living within my means has stuck with me. I'm not going, I'm never going to overexert myself like financially, not happening. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you get FOMO? Um, rarely. Sometimes, but not for not for like money things. Like if I didn't go to an event and it looks lit, I'm just like, oh, maybe I should have gone. But I don't, yeah, there's certain things that, no, I just, I believe in time and like my time will come. Yeah. My time will always come. Like, I feel like in the last few years, like I've, you know, been a lot more, you know, intentional with like my faith and my relationship with God. Mm. And you find so much peace in that. Like I'm not, obviously there's certain things that I look at and I think, oh, you know, I thought at this age I'll be here. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like married with like two kids. You know what I mean? Like that's what yeah, I yeah, thought. Yeah. That's I what I, that's of, what I thought for myself. I can't lie. So when I see people like that are married off, they've got kids. I'm just like, oh, it must be nice. But I just can't sit in that for too long because my time will come. Like yeah, no, I think I think I, I think that's that's great what you said because I thought a lot of us um, we tend to forget everything is timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you do it at the wrong time and then. It might not work, and like, even like with marriages, everyone's like, "Oh, you know, people are getting married," and and it's not it's not as a disrespect, but some people their marriages have ended. Like it's not not, it's yeah, not yeah. but it's like sometimes you think, "Oh, like I should," but everything's time. You don't know 
what happened behind closed doors or if they were right. So just like, I guess, well, to be fair, I can't say that. It's a bit, it's a bit unfair to say that because I, I know women, I, I understand like why. Yeah. You why know, why, you, why, why there's a thing. Ticking. Do you know what I mean? So I, yeah. I can't just, it's easy for me to say, you know, as a, as a guy or you know what just just take I, I get it jump yeah. and say but even as uh, uh, but I don't know I think for guys the pressures are just different I think it's just always different I think yeah. it's just always like resources and money money for guys. exactly like it's yeah. not really it's not really as a, so I think that's that's always what I've been in Brent okay right I'm not saying that money is a personality trait don't get me wrong mm. like, do you know what I mean you, you know you can have money and still be it doesn't mean you, you stop working on yourself but I feel for the most part okay sort those things out so and everything else, you know what I mean? Because essentially, when you're when you're thinking about these things, especially with marriage now, before when I was younger, okay, oh yeah, love, well, love will be sweet. <laughs> well, now it's like I mean, it will be in Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. It will. There's it will a be. lot more. Like it takes a lot more than love. I'm to thinking, okay, like, cool. Listen, okay, now, this is my partner now. How am I gonna look after? Because essentially, I know, like, when you get married, that's your family. So you've got to look after Absolutely. your family. As in, and then when the kids come, it's like, okay. So, so those are the things that make me okay. Listen. Yeah, that, I need to, I need, you know what I mean? I need to, and I, and I, and I, I get it, it's because sometimes you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself, but that's just how I think. Like, you know what? Nah, we need to, because it's not me that wants to be in love and, I don't know, just on the ropes. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, yeah, things happen, you know what I mean? But for the most part, you want to be in a position where, you know what? Okay, cool. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I've got this family, and yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't want my ego to be bruised or someone telling me, listen, like, you can't. You can't look after us. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just head somewhere. Else. I'm, I'm gonna head out. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's just all these. But I, I guess everything is just, you know, like I, I won't say there's not, there's no, there is pressure for men. I guess maybe I don't know if it, if it's a sort of a, a confined to like a certain time, like or I don't know. I, I, I think I, I, don't, I think when they see you out for. Um, if they notice that oh he's still single, like maybe let me ask him and see, you know what's going on, because I think people do get wary that you're getting older. So yeah, people people I think often that think that. more for women though. Isn't you it? think so? Yeah, oh. there's men in their forties that are single and they're comfy. No, but they're questioning them. No, but no, people are still looking at them. Some of them sadly. Yeah, but not too much. And if he decided that you know what, I'm ready to get married now, it's much easier for a man to just get up and decide he wants to get married. Whereas with women. I can't just wake up tomorrow and say, actually, yeah, no, I'm, I want to get married this month. And, you know, there's, it's just a bit different because I feel like in that sense, men have more control. Yeah. Or they, they're more, they're the leaders, so. Yeah. But wouldn't you say that. it's, it's kind of easier because, again, this is just me speaking vaguely, like, because as a woman, you would just position yourself in a, in a certain, like, for example, if you sit in your house every day, you're not going to find someone. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> I'm trying to say you're not gonna find everyone keeps saying this so like because <laughs> I love to sit at my house I can't like, lie but then they say for example you know you're, you're, you're going somewhere where like it may be where and again I'm not trying to make it so, so simplistic but this is just like a maybe just like a uh, mm. a, a loose um, uh, way I'm thinking of it like you know as a woman okay you, your friend might tell you oh, you know, oh that means there's, there's this event you know come and people are there mm. and of, of course you're, you're gonna you're gonna go Wherever, wherever the dress code is, wherever maybe you're gonna go there, you know, however you present Shut yourself, up. yeah, and that's it. You've positioned yourself. Yeah, but I know, I know it sounds simple, you know, but, but, but you know what I'm gonna say you make it sound a friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because technically, no one, you're not gonna. I mean, you might, you might, but for the most part, 
it's the guy that's going to come up. You know Absolutely, yeah. exactly. I feel like all women can do, I mean, there are some women that are happy, like, you know, approaching men and shooting their shots yeah. and stuff. And that's each their own. Every, I feel like, I that's think funny. they're say, very, very- When say each their own, yeah, I already know that they're, no, no, they're, not, no, they're no, not on no, that. No, 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 hold on, wait. Can I just say, I feel like when it comes to shoot, like women shooting their shot, I think it's good because they then kind of open themselves to a like, different demographic and yeah. they're going for what they actually want as opposed to having to choose with what they get yeah. it's kind of like okay no i want that person so that's who i'm gonna go yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. and i know so many well let me not say so many women but i know quite a few women that shooting their shot has actually worked like they're married off they're really really i'm just too shy i'm not saying that i wouldn't i've done it i've done it before i was very young i was 19 we don't talk about it, ptsd but i was very young I mean, I don't even know if it counts as shooting my shot, but I was very, very young and I was just so silly. And I don't even know why I did that. He was like so much older. <laughs> it's such a bad story, but he was so much older than me. And I feel like that experience has humbled me for a lifetime. But um, I don't, yeah, I feel like the women that are courageous enough to shoot their shot, they're yeah. getting the men they want. So it's working for them. I personally, I'm a bit too shy. And I feel like if I shot my shot at a guy that I like, I'm not ever going to know whether or not he likes me because if he liked me, he would have just approached me. Do you know what I mean? No, not necessarily though. No, 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 necessarily. Necessarily. <laughs> ne there's just no two ways about it. There's necessarily. I don't, I know some guys are like really shy, but if you're going to let your shyness stop you from approaching someone you like, then how are you going to meet anyone? Like, no, sorry, no. That's, okay, that's okay. So, thing, so let's, I don't know. Let's just hyperfect. So you're telling, okay. if you was, I don't know, let's just say, I know a, a a day a day party brunch where right. and then there's some you're like oh my days now I've got to talk to this guy like the, like you just think God this is what God sent for me this is this the is. most I can do in that position is strategically position myself little but things you, like but you, but you going have... to the bar alone do you know what I mean just give it I'm gonna give him the opportunity to approach me I'm not going to approach you okay but the thing is yeah you can go to the bar alone or you can say what are you drinking and from there that's it it's a why rap. am I gonna ask him no 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 no, 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 me no, no I'm saying as in, as in you're, you're at the bar and you just say oh okay well, you're not, I'm not saying you're, you're getting a drink but you just ask oh what are, you, what are you ordering and from there you just start a conversation I think the most I can do is say oh that was that looks nice what is that but yeah, I'm not gonna that's, that's, yeah but that's even a, that's, that's, that's too much that's too much that is that is light. No, okay, that's light. But I feel like I could do that comfortably if I didn't find if I wasn't if I had no interest. In fact, that's that's not even, that's not even shooting your shot. That's a, that's a light. A, that's a just light, a conversation. A light, yeah. Freezer, yeah. A light yeah, oh, but oh. then when you, if you feel like oh this could be someone I like, you're going to be nervous. That becomes a big deal. Whereas if it's just a stranger at the bar and I've just seen like oh that drink looks nice, what is that? I'll ask because it's not a big deal. I'm just I'm just asking. Yeah, but, but. It's, it's it's still shooting in a way. But I, I get me. I get. At the end of the day, no one wants a re rejection. But I feel like absolutely not. I feel like men are built for it though. Men can take rejection. Listen, yeah, we, Women, listen, we cannot. We, we, I, we just bear the PTSD of rejection. <laughs> yeah, I feel but, like it, it, it's character building for you. Yeah, man. it humbles you though. It humbles you. Really? It humbles you so much. <laughs> it humbles Do, you. But I just feel like men must get rejected so Because I, I just see it as men shoot their shot loads. Not every single one is going to be successful. So you might, even from a young age, like just, you know, stopping girls on the street, you must have gotten rejected so many times to the point where you guys have thick skin now. It's not a big deal. Wait, rejection, airtime. So, so you know, it, but the thing, we just like, okay, you know what? The worst I can say is no. And I think it's that mentality that makes us feel like, you know what? We have nothing to lose because, okay, she can say no. That's it. Yeah. But whereas, I feel like women, they're like, oh, but he could say no, but he okay, that, but then no. It, it, it's it's no, it's no, it doesn't take 
nothing away from you. It doesn't mean it does. you're any less pretty because okay, one guy said okay, so no, his loss. It's, it's, it's no, it's literally. Do you know what? It's a pride thing, and that's all I'm. It's pride, ego. That's all it is. I can't, I can't take that risk. I, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna risk it. Rejection leads like, to that rejection. Reject- <laughs> no, but abs- no, but rejection. It's not something that I'm used to. So, but I feel like that's just general with women. Yeah. Women that don't shoot their shot. We're not used to rejection. We're used to men that yeah, are yeah. interested actually approaching us. So, uh, I can't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean. It's too much. But but so you say as a woman, it's, it's easier to be able to. Okay, no, no I don't. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to set you up for anything. I'm just saying. So is would it be easier to just be approached and just okay, yeah. I like this person. I don't like. I don't like this person. Then to oh oh that person is, you know, because you know you won't know what some who some if you're someone's type like, but you exactly. won't know until until, until you until you find out. Yeah, exactly. And even if you're again, even if you're not a type, it doesn't mean you're not. You know, do you just know their type? And that can be that can be different. They might like maybe a certain height, whatever it may be. That's it's fine. Or preference, you. Know. It doesn't mean oh you're not any any less. And I think that's what yeah. people tend to think. But, but to be fair, I, I do get it sometimes. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that, that rejection stung a bit, you know. Like, you're thinking that, like, oh, yeah. like, like. But I feel like over the years, you kind of know. I don't know. I feel like I can look at a guy and know whether or not I'm his type, even without talking to him. I just, no, I, I feel like I know, because I know that's, my that's type. Hard. I know my type's type. I know, I'll know if I'm not a guy's type, even if he might be my type. No, but. but I'll know whether or not, I just, I don't okay, know. Okay, what, what, what would be like a. I don't know. I couldn't answer. I just, it's just something. So, I, so, I know whether or not I can meet a guy and he'll like me. And I know if he wouldn't. I just, I but don't know. But those guys, would you say those guys, they know that you're, so no, they know that you're their type. They know that I'm. So for example, you said you, you, you can tell if someone's, obviously someone's your type. Yeah. And if you're their type. Yeah. But that'd be quite. I'll, 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 I'll I be, mean, if he's like single, he's not in a relationship. He's. I just. I don't. I don't know. Oh, that's a type. No, no, no. I mean, that like, <laughs> as long as he's single. Oh, okay, okay. Like okay. if he's in a relationship, obviously we're not looking there. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he's like single, I don't know. I just. I know. I feel like as women, if let's say we were all shooting our shot, we'd know who to shoot our shot with. Yeah, because you, you, you'll go for your type. Yeah, but you'd go for your type that you think you're their type. Because I know there's probably guys that oh, yeah. I'm, okay, they're so my type. Know. I might not be their type, but I wouldn't go there because in my mind, I don't think I'm your type. But I you thought know. men are pr- not so hard to read. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, honestly. It's a tricky one. Trust me, women know. We yeah. know when we're, we know when, yeah, it's a bit of me. We know when that's, you know, my type. We know when we're punching. We know. We always know. You think women punch? Um, I think yeah, some women can be punching. Absolutely. I always hear that phrase the other way around. Yeah, yeah, but it, it can happen. It can easily happen both ways. There are some men that are doing amazingly, like top of their game. They're attractive, or society standards of attractive. They're they're like set. And there's a woman that maybe she's just not there yet at all. Yeah. I mean, even like physically, like obviously, their society standards are beautiful. Yeah. There's times that you see a guy that he's way more attractive than his partner, like. I mean, it depends on what's more important to you. Some people, looks are like very important. All society standards are beautiful. I feel like everyone's beautiful. Everyone, you know, there's someone for everybody, but 
Yeah, I just... I don't know. As a guy, if someone said as a guy, oh, you're I think we'd take it as, oh, yeah, you know, like... It's, a it's man not, wants to hear it's, 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 But, yeah, but yeah. If, if someone says, oh, like, uh, woman's punching, it's almost like, I don't know, it's, it's, it, you never really hear it. Yeah, because you don't hear it, but women know. You know when you're going for someone that's kind of out of your league and... Or Even that's a bit cheeky, though, to say that, oh, someone's... At, like, it's a bit mad, oh... Oh, he's she's punching. But I feel like that's probably you're you're speaking. You you sound like someone that has a lot of respect for women because I feel like other guys would be like absolutely. But I think for me, because I have male friends and I, I mean, yeah, they're all they're all fine. They're all. Do you know what I mean? But because I know like guys, my family's very like. There's a lot of men in my family, yeah. so you know I know men in my family. I know I I see relationships and I just I know when you could do better. As a man or what as my friend. I know when how mad that is though. No, but it's not a how mad it is. Like I've got two brothers. I'm very, very protective over my brothers. Like, not, like I mean, I'm the only girl, so I have to be. Because if my brother brought home a girl and they both have before, I'm just like, you can do better. Well, as a, you can do better in terms of how their personality is. No, no, or... no. And it's never, it's never really based on looks because I just think oh, those right. kind of things are quite superficial. Do you know what I mean? But character... Cause I know, cause I know you. Oh right, I right, know okay. the kind of woman you should be attracting. I know the kind of woman that would complement your oh, okay, personality. Yeah. I know the kind of woman you should be going for, and I just feel like this is below. This is not even. I'm and I'm a girl's girl. I feel like women are always good at that, you know, because sometimes we can just be do we can uh, we can just be blinded and think yeah. this person is for me. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? That's so, not for you. Someone yeah. else might say that oh, this isn't the right person. That's what some men. That's why I feel like it's good them. to have yeah. good women in your life. You know, as men, you need to have like. Obviously, I'm not saying ugh, I don't know. Maybe everyone's gonna fight me for saying this. Like, um, men should have female friends, but obviously with boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Not like. This is my best female friend ever, and we're spending all like I don't no. like things yeah, like that. No, but no, 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 no. do you know what I mean? Good women don't even have to be friends. It could be family members, cousins, but just good women to speak to to help you, to advise you. It's important. Like it's so important. Yeah, I feel like women always know. And even that one time when I was younger, my mum, I used to um, so that like this wasn't my girlfriend, but it was just a girl that I liked at the, that when I was in secondary school. My mum used to get mad because she would call the house from and say, oh, can I speak to Jermaine, please? And my mum used to be like, listen, like, why is it that she always calls and not even saying hello? Hello, do you know what I mean? Like, but she's like, oh, this, this one, this one is no good. She's not no good. I'm just like, I'm, but I'm, I'm not trying to <laughs> hear that. Yeah. In my head, yeah. I'm just thinking... It might be intu in intuition. Exactly. Right? As a woman, you yeah. see other traits in other women that um, you just you just know that, no. Not, you're not. I think. I think. You're not good enough for my brother. You're not good enough for my friend. It's a no. And I feel. And with my brothers, I'm always like, I've never been wrong ever. Really. I've never been wrong. Never. And I'm. I'm not even one of those sisters that give the girls a hard time. I'm always very nice because I just feel like I'm gonna go to my husband's house one day. I want his family to embrace me as well. So even if I don't necessarily like her, I'm never gonna show it. I'll be nice. I'll be polite. But when she's gone, no, she ain't the one. And I don't want to see her in my house again. It's tough like, though because like, like I guess because the thing is right because sometimes people say like, I guess no no when I was younger oh you know acting a like the wife or the hubby but whereas it's like does that really does that really matter now because at the end of the day if you can only be yourself and if you're acting a certain way to to maybe engineer a way some, someone perceives you then it's not gonna last long because you're, that's not how you're that's exactly. not how you truly are so I feel like you know you should I guess if you're gonna take someone seriously you should like them for how they are naturally and if, if that doesn't align with what you deem as 
let's just say um, like partner material, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, then fair enough, you, you don't kind of go there. But I feel like as guys, yeah, it's never really like that for us. Like I don't, I feel like we don't, we just be ourselves and hope that they like us. Whereas I feel like sometimes women are kind of conditioned. Oh, you should be a, a certain way. Don't do, don't do, don't do all that. Don't be going like that because one day. But then, but it, those girls will will still find partners though. Absolutely. But it's that's the some people. Oh no, I've got to be a certain way, you know, because one day I might meet yeah, my partner. I, but I feel like that's kind of more you're kind of pretending. Yeah. yeah. That, that you're not. And those ones, I wonder. Okay, how, hang on a minute. We done all this. How come the ones that we are are looking down on? Yeah. How come they? How come they're so? They're happily married. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's, like, it's it's so it's crazy. But I just feel like, as a woman, you have to be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. But a lot of us, most of us, we've come from respectful homes. You know how to conduct yourself. You know, if it's just you and your partner, you know how you can be. You can yeah. be comfortable. But if you're like meeting these family, you're going to be different. Oh, of course. It's not about um. I'm pretending or I'm, no, you you come correct. You have to, it's not, it just is what it is. Like, I don't think me maybe being a bit more conservative or a bit more reserved if I'm meeting my partner's family makes me not, is me pretending or me not. It's called putting your best foot forward, making a good impression. We all do it. If you're going to a job interview, yes, you're going to yeah, be yeah, very, yeah. very different on that day. Once you've gotten the job, not that you're completely like <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. goes out the window, but your your shoulders relax a little bit more. You can be you can be more of yourself. But yeah. I just feel like, for me, I mean, women, mothers, my mum exact like my mum's the same as well. She'll see a friend or see someone, and she'll be like, "That person's not for you." Not because you know that person didn't greet her, but she just she can see the signs. And I think women are very good at with other women as well. You just know that you know the kind of woman she is just by the way she she is you just yeah. know and yeah i'm no. very protective over me and mine i'm sorry no it's it's important man i feel like even but you said about meeting the parents even just understanding like different you know cultures yeah and stuff like that um because i remember even um like I have, I have a good friend he's his family is yoruba and so i remember always because i grew up with them so i always know okay you prostrate or yeah. don't give certain things with your no, with your left left hand. Yeah. So again, these are so these are things that you kind of learn. So if if you, you, you know well. what I mean. So if if your if your partner is, you know, because you, you don't again you wanna you don't want you wanna make a good first impression. But I get it. If you, you if you do that, and they still don't like you, then then that's kind of like their problem because if yeah. you come, you know, sincere, you know, and I, and I get the people say, oh, you know, you, dad's never liked this, the the boyfriends, but sometimes. Isn't it? If, if you're if you're being a nuisance, then you know what I'm He's saying. He's not gonna but, like you, yeah. But if you're but coming correct, in, respectable, okay, um, you can be like, you ain't gonna say hello, dad, but hello, uncle. Or, yeah. You know, hello, auntie. You know, you. Yeah. With the greeting, I frustrate. feel like with the greeting thing, though. I mean, I think most Nigerian households are like that. Like, if someone's not Nigerian or not Europe, they're not gonna expect it. Yeah. How someone's supposed to know unless you've given them the brief? Oh, you must prostrate. But I don't tell my friends. Make sure you greet my mum like that or greet my dad like that because. If that's not something you're, you're obviously greet them respectfully because they're yeah, parents, yeah. but don't, don't, you don't have to do the most. I mean, there are some of my friends that aren't Nigerian that would still do it. And obviously for my mom, she's just like, wow, that's so amazing. Like my white friends, like they'll still yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She's like, wow, she's so respectful, like so culture, so all of, but if you don't, it's not, you're not getting marked down basically because that's not your culture. That's not what you're used to. So, yeah. I mean, some parents might be different. They expect it from everybody, but not everybody's like that. There's there's cultures in Nigeria that don't greet like that. Like Ibos, for example, they don't kneel down. They don't- Yeah, is it only a, a, a Yoruba, a Yoruba I thing? I think it's just a Yoruba thing, you know. 
Um, Ed, some Edo people might. I think Edo people probably do as well. But Actually, um, no. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I think no, because because I've I've pushed it with some like el- like elder, yeah, like aunties and uncles. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, but but the most, but like. Mum was alive. She wouldn't expect my friends to be like, "Oh, but as long as you say hello, auntie, as exactly. long as you say hello, if you're not, yeah. you can't come to us and, and not say hello to." Yeah, well, good afternoon. Or yeah, yeah that's a bit evening. disrespectful. Yeah, you have to. And don't call her by her first name. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. One that's... of our colleagues, he was just like, oh, "Damn, what's your what's your mum's name?" I said, "Frankie, we don't do that." And he's white. I was just like, no, Frankie, we don't do that. Literally, just call her. Just call yeah, her. her, her, her yeah, you're right, Janet. Thanks, Janet. Call her. Are you right, Abby? You're right, Abby. Thinking, oh, no. How's it going? What, Abby? No, you don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> just it? call her auntie and it's going to be fine. Like, you don't need to know. You just don't ever actually need to know her first name because there's no there's no occasion where you'll be calling her by yeah, her yeah, first name. Yeah, yeah. Always, yeah, just keep exactly. it, auntie. Like, just keep yeah, it. just keep it. You know, and there's always band that, that respect because you have to show that. And I think, like what you said before about, yeah, people, yeah, p- people can. At the end of the day, so long as there's respect, because I feel like that's one thing I'm kind of glad with our, our, I would say, our generation where like we haven't lost that. Do you know what I mean? Of course, we're, yeah, we're, we're Western. We're losing it. You think so? You think so? Absolutely. Wait, in what, in how so? I just, I mean, maybe it's because I'm like, when I'm online and I see like kids, I saw this video of this child recently. He like stabbed an old lady. Oh yes, I saw. It was honestly quite traumatic. I couldn't even watch the whole video, but I just feel like when a generation where someone can't even like tell a child off anymore, I understand that you know there's there's boundaries when you're dealing with other people's kids. I'm not saying go around and start smacking other people's kids, but if a child is doing something bad on the road, I don't see. I don't think it's too much for an adult to be able to say you need to stop that or you need to without being scared of being attacked like yeah that was sad man do you know what i mean you can't even see school kids anymore and if they're fighting i'd be scared to break it up because what if someone attacks yeah, yeah. me or do you know what i mean but that's not how that's not how it should be like if we were in nigeria adult any adult on the road can say oh can you go yeah and yeah, do yeah of course don't send send you to shop and as someone that's younger you have to do it i remember when i was in nigeria my dad's car broke down like randomly we were just on the road and his car broke down and then this man this he was a youngish guy and he was with like i'm guessing his partner or woman but he kind of stopped he was like oh is everything okay and then my dad was just like no you know the car's broken down he sent the woman on her way like he was just like okay you go so we can help like he literally paused his day to help my dad this is a stranger but just because my dad's an older man like yeah yeah yeah. i like that man do you know what i mean and that and i love that aspect of my culture but I couldn't imagine something like that happening in the UK. Yeah, like, I, I don't get, even, because I, I read, that story, I don't know if it's the same story, but wasn't, I think they said the lady, I don't know if she had some mental, I'm not saying that that makes it right, don't get me wrong, she yeah. had some mental health issues or something, but it's like, but even that though, like, why, like, even just these kids, like, stabbing, and it's it's nuts. Like, I, I feel so like, scary. even if I see a stranger that who, who looks like, who, like, I feel like it's a mama figure, I'll still be, oh, hello, auntie, or, or I'll still help. I mean, I mean, I won't be yeah. like. Oh. I'll give that respect. Yeah, definitely. You, yeah. You, can't, you can't lose that, man. You can't but lose I feel that. like mine is to my detriment because. Yeah, I'm giving yeah, yeah, all yeah, these artists yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but that's only because I'm just thinking in my mind, like I know the household I come from. Yeah. My parents would shudder to think that I'd be disrespecting an adult or disrespecting an elder. I mean, we're all adults now, anyway. I need to stop saying that because in my mind, I'm thinking I'm a child, but I'm not. But my parents would hate to think I'm disrespecting an elder. So for me. That's been ingrained. I, I just don't do it. I can ne- I can never. I can't. Yeah. Like as much as an elder can be out of line, I will just take myself out of the situation because I'm not going to be going back and forth with an elder because 
even if, if even if I'm right in that situation, I'm just thinking about, I know how my parents are gonna feel if they ever heard that Dammy was being disrespectful to this one's auntie, or even if this one's auntie said, and I've been in situations where I could have been easily disrespectful because they were disrespectful, but I'm just like, I'm gonna take myself out of this situation because I know it's what my parents would want me to do, yeah. so. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's balanced though, because I feel like we're at an age where we can have constructive um, conversations with yeah. and have and healthy disagreement, but it's, it's about just finding that line. Because even with me, I always find that even like with my like, aunts, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm older, so I can, we can have like a healthy back and forth. Yeah. And sometimes I may not agree with some things, but at the same time, and it's just about, okay, understanding and knowing that, for the most part, I still respect you, but yeah. you've got to also understand. I disagree. I have yeah. my own opinions, I can, I can form them. And they're independent, and they probably can be independent of your of your own beliefs, and do you know what I mean so that that happens. But I feel for the most part, yeah, just being disrespectful that you that that's where like you can no, you can't really always cross that line. So I think I think it's, you know I think it's mostly Gen Z, you know. I don't, Gen I don't, I don't, I don't even think I don't even think millennials. They. I'm honest. I think they're, don't they're just, care. They're just no, but some some Gen Zs are respectful. Depending on they, do you know I'm not gonna lie, with. I do love Gen Z though because I yeah. feel like they're shaking up the world yeah, and they are, they they're are. not having anything and from yeah. anybody. And, and I just any little stress, this I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. And I wish I wish I was like <laughs> I wish I was like them. They're doing amazingly. I'm really I, I love it. I love it. They're not they're not taking any prisoners. Like and it's good, but I think mm. for the most but even just like about the the kids stabbing like something like that, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that's yeah, that that's it's a bit mad, yeah. It's you're, unfortunate. You're in, the, in the mud, and, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know about about that. Um, I know you're quite pressed for time, so um, just on a like on a last note, um, just I don't know what I would say. Like not advice, but just something you you feel like um, someone should know about in terms of like dealing with grief at a young age. Like I'm not saying there's like a set, you know, right or wrong way, but just something that that sort of helped you throughout um, your sister's loss. Um, I think when you've, when it's still very new, allow yourself to go through the, the emotions. Like, don't don't feel like you have to be strong because something bad has happened. Do you know what I mean? It's okay to not be strong. So allow yourself to go through the emotions. However long it takes you, it takes you. Obviously, it gets to a point where, and I think one of the hardest things about um, loss is that someone could die today. Life is still going on tomorrow. Like nothing stops. If you've got direct debits coming out the next day, they're still going to come out. Do you know what I mean? People are still going to work. The world doesn't stop because someone has died. And that's a very hard like truth to accept. So as much as you want to give yourself time to be in your emotions and um, just go through the motions and feel how you're feeling, um, life goes on. So make a conscious effort to, you know, put yourself back into society and, carry on with things because as much as that person has lost their life you still have yours so you still have stuff to do you have you have a purpose well I believe you have a purpose anyway so as much as someone's lost their life you still have yours you still gotta make something of it so don't feel your life doesn't stop because someone has passed number one and number two talk talk to people you trust it's not going to be everybody it might not even be up to three people if you have one two people that you can trust be honest with them be open with them and be vulnerable with them and be vulnerable in the way you know how to. There's no, I'm not saying you should go to someone and start crying if that's not what comes naturally to you. Some people just want to talk through their thought processes and it helps, um, yeah, being open, being vulnerable, talking about how you feel because sometimes it helps you understand why you feel the way you do and understanding that 
loss is it's a bad thing. It's like the worst thing that can happen in the world. So dealing with it, if you don't deal with it well, it's understandable because I don't know anyone that really do- deals with loss well. Mm-hmm. And even if it seems like they are just, they're probably just, they're probably just burying a lot of mm-hmm. how they feel. And if you're someone that is, you know, you know someone that's going through loss or you know someone that's, you know, lost somebody, being there for them, like being physically there, like it's not it's not fun. It's not fun being with someone that's sad all the time or, you know, that's always sad and just not their not their usual self. Maybe you know your friend your friend is like this bubbly person. All of all of a sudden they've gone through this loss and they no longer want to talk. They don't want to they're not then they're, they're not fun to be around, but literally being that person it sounds like a burden and it's not easy to be like that support to someone but trust me it makes all the difference going through loss with people is much better than going through loss by yourself so as much as you're not gonna be you might not be the most bubbly person or the most fun to be around like having people around really does help people to take your mind off things to people to keep you busy just so you know that people are there like be physically there it's not just you know, messaging them every once in a while, like go to their house, <laughs> sometimes even uninvited because you need to go to their house, make sure they're eating. Like people sleep on that, but make sure they're eating because when someone's going through loss, food is the last thing on their mind. Some people are the opposite. They, they're like overeating, but a lot of people, they're not thinking about food. They're not eating. Make sure they're eating. If it's like you're forcing them, you're going to their house to drop them food, make sure you're doing that because they're not thinking about cooking. But it's just the little practical things that, mm-hmm. Being phys- like being actually present is really important. Yeah, yeah no, that's some some good. It's it, great, yeah, yeah, that's listen. It's a great advice, you. Like you have to, you have to eat. I mean, again, that's one thing we know you grow up when you, you don't even in the mood to eat. Yeah, I know that happened to me when I was like, I was like, and I, and I, 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 I love food, didn't it? <laughs> you yeah. Mean? But so like, that sounds like yeah, I'm not even trying to. I don't even need to. I, I can't you have no appetite. Yeah. Just, just, you literally have to force yourself just for like nutrition. Exactly. But yeah, no. Stuff, man, I hear stuff. It. Um, but thank you, Dami, for coming on, man. It's, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. Sorry for keeping you. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't even realize how time is. What, what time is your? Well, I thought we'd be done by like two thirty, but it's like three fifteen. But it's fine. Like it's not. It's not a problem. Like I will. Um, I mean, I'll join back when I'm. When I'm in the car. Well, um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Thinking Out Loud, and uh, our guest again, Demi. Thank you for coming again. And uh, please subscribe to our podcast. We know there's a lot of unsubscribers out there that haven't (laughs) clicked on it. So please click on the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram, Amazon, Spotify, Apple, Apple, and the list goes on. Um, Yeah, so thank you guys. Uh, That means it's been a pleasure. And yeah, thank you.